Hi guys, this is Jess and it's a little after 9pm here right outside of Manhattan and welcome back to The Subconscious Exposed. So I want to do something a little different today and kind of tell you a story since I have been um, taking this podcast in a bit of a different turn, um, different direction, and sharing with you guys a little more personal things. Like I say in my description, this is part of a diary, um, things that you may or may not share with the world, I'll share with you. So I want to tell you um, about something that I guess I did a few years ago. Um, a few years ago, about four years ago, I had enrolled myself into a leadership and personal development kind of um, workshop, we'll say. Um, had three parts, a basic level, an advanced level, and a graduate level. And throughout the process, I learned a lot of great things about myself. Um, I was able to use some of the tools I learned in a program to help me to get to the next step in my career and really just learn things about um, myself that I didn't previously know. So this was long before I started becoming more into self-improvement and right at the beginning stages of me becoming um, a bit more self-aware. So during this time, um, I was friends with a guy who had already graduated through the program and he was the one who actually told me about it. And we were talking about dating. And back in 2015, um, I definitely was very um, disappointed in how my dating life was going, was meeting just I wasn't meeting quality guys um I would find myself trying to make things work with people that I just really shouldn't have been um you know we just weren't very compatible so while talking to this guy about my dating life he had me do two things two things that he had done with um, one of his friends who were also going through the development program first he told me to make a list of 100 traits in my ideal partner now 100 traits that is a lot it's a lot but if you really sit down and take the time and do it over, you know, a few days, you can you can think of a hundred traits. And of course, these are not things like 100 things that you expect to have in your kind of like perfect partner. But there are lists of things that you would love to have. So of course, some of them can be incredibly superficial some can be really important some can be nice to have some you can compromise and on um and some is just you know it'd be great if they have it right so 100 traits and then the second thing he did was tell me to write um a story about my perfect 10 day 
So because of who I am, um, I'm a marketer. I'm someone who's very creative. I love creativity. Um, I read a lot. I read a lot of fiction. I enjoy writing. Um, I found it, I guess, kind of easy at this point to be able to do this, the second task to write my perfect 10 day. So in 2015, I sat down and I wrote what my perfect day would be with this fictional guy um, who I would love to have had in my life at that time. And I think the purpose of this was to put this out there and in the hopes that this would kind of manifest what I truly wanted. So what I'm going to do tonight for you guys, I'm actually going to read this story to you. Now I want you to remember this was written four years ago. Um, This was not a literary masterpiece by any means. (laughs) I never really meant to share this with anyone, so it could be grammatically correct. It could just be ridiculous, but I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with you guys. Um, and afterwards, you know, just leave it out there. I'm not saying that this is my perfect 10 day now. This was written four years ago. So I guess sit back and relax and listen to my perfect 10 day. <clears throat> I slowly came to consciousness very early in the day, quite unexpectedly. After a moment of confusion, I realized that the alarm on my cell phone is ringing and I quickly moved to shut it off. I'm proud that I didn't hit the snooze button because I had made a commitment to myself that I would stop sleeping in on weekdays. As I moved to get out of bed, a warm arm suddenly wraps around my waist and pulls me back to bed. I giggle softly feeling happy because I didn't even realize that he was there. He had mentioned that he was going to be working really late the night before, so I hadn't expected him to stop by. I guess he must have missed me. After allowing him to snuggle against my neck for a few minutes, I tell him I need to start getting ready for work and move to get out of bed. He tightens his arm around me and tells me we are going to call in sick and spend the day together. I mentioned the huge project that I know he has been working late on, but instead of responding, he puts his hand up my shirt and starts slowly kissing my neck. After I let out my first sigh, he pulls me to be beneath him. We spend the next hour, next half hour, making love. Something felt different, but I couldn't quite place it. It was more intense than usual. Eye, can, eye contact, hand holding, and his mouth said and did things that reached me in ways I couldn't even explain. After I caught my breath, I shot a quick email to my job saying that I needed to take a sick day. We fell back asleep with our arms wrapped around each other. We woke up a couple hours later and made love again. When we sh- then we showered, ate, got dressed, and began the day it seemed he had for us. I didn't question his sudden need to play hooky from work because everything about this man inspired trust in me. His warmth, honesty, openness, and empathy made me drop my guards 
and be open to really trust him. We took the train into New York City and hopped into a cab until we ended up at the Met. I'm shocked and surprised. He knows I have bittersweet experiences with the Met because of the last experience I had there and has given me a chance to override that memory. We spend the day at the Met enjoying the exhibits while holding hands, sneaking kisses, and being playful with each other. Afterwards, we ate at a restaurant near World Trade Center that we had enjoyed early on in our relationship. We discussed interesting projects we were working on, gossip about friends and co-workers, and new goals we were working towards. As usual, our conversation flowed and the time we spent at the restaurant flew by. Because the evening was beautiful, we decided to walk along the water before catching the path back to New Jersey. We are a little quieter now as we enjoy the view of Jersey City over the Hudson. Our conversation begins to turn to how much we enjoyed the day and how glad we were that we could spend the entire day with each other without any interruption. It did strike me as odd that I never saw him look at his phone once because his job was so demanding, but I wasn't about to bring it up after the lovely day we had. It was just nice to have a day where we could focus our attention on each other. As the night grew darker, we decided to begin walking to the train. Shortly after we began walking, he mumbled something about needing to tie his shoe and drop down to fix his laces. I took this opportunity to admire the view one last time. I heard him say my name and I looked down at him, still on the ground. He was on one knee, holding up a black velvet box with a diamond ring in it and repeating some of the things he said before about enjoying our day. He then told me he loved me, wanted to spend the rest of his life with me, and asked me to marry him. Of course I said yes. There was no doubt in my mind that I wanted to be his wife, him to be my husband, and for us to start a family when the time was right. That night, when we returned to my apartment and fell asleep in each other's arms, it felt like the first day of the rest of our lives together. We both found each other, the person we were meant to be with, and we were about to begin a new journey together, a new life together as friends, lovers, and partners. It was the perfect ending to my perfect 10 day. So there it is, folks, a short story that I wrote about four years ago describing my perfect day with the man that I love as an assignment that a friend gave to me to help me manifest what I want in my life. And this has not happened to me yet. And this is actually the first time I've looked at this story in a very long time and I didn't read it over again before I read it out to you. So I freshly imagined it in my mind as I was reading. 
So my homework to you guys is if there's anything in your life right now that you're working towards, maybe it's something in your career, maybe it's something in school, maybe it's your relationships in your personal life, I highly suggest that you sit down and you write what your perfect day would be where you are accomplishing that one thing that you truly want, something that you're working so hard towards and doing your best to fulfill something that may seem so far away, sit down, write a story. Don't worry about the content. Don't worry about the quality. Don't worry about the grammar or if you're a good writer. Write it down. Visualize it and return to it during times when you're feeling a bit low or feeling like this area in your life is and this goal is just feeling so far away keep this dream alive don't lose focus don't put this goal on the back burner and hopefully you guys will have your perfect day too So guys, as usual, I would love, love, love to hear from you in regards to your stories. I would love to hear about your perfect 10 day. And if you have the Anchor app where I am actually recording this podcast, you can call in and leave me a note and I would love to hear from you. So I hope that you all have a great life. (laughs) A great life, a great night, and happy writing. I look forward to hearing from you.